back to the Rockcast, a podcast made by Rockhurst University students for Rockhurst University students and anyone who's interested in life here at Rockhurst. Today in episode two of season two, we'll talk about what goes on into choosing a major. We'll have on two special guests, Rob Hamilton from Academic Advising and Tina Windling from Career Development. So before we talk more with our guests, we're going to listen to an interview done with one of our St. Luke's fellow students, Jennifer Mendoza. Jennifer has a very unique and tragic story about what she witnessed and how that helped decide what she wanted to study. I had a friend that was shot and I witnessed it and I would have wanted to help him. And I think in, in my perception, if I would have known just a little bit more, um, I would have been able to save them because they, they decompensated really quickly. If I would have known the basics, I would have been able to help him. With nursing, there's definitely difficult classes and there's times that you're, you feel overwhelmed. But then I think back to my story and I always push myself and say, you know, you can save someone's life in the future. So you have to continue, you can't just give up. But I also, like I will constantly rem remind myself what was the reason that I started. And anytime that I have any doubt, I always remember that. After I'm done with nursing school, I wish to become a sexual assault nurse examiner. I believe that when someone experiences a traumatic event, then they deserve someone that is caring and willing to just talk to them through it. And so that has always been something I wanted to do to leave a good imprint on them and to remind them of a horrible time could always be turned into something more beautiful. St. Luke's at Rockers has prepared me for my future by offering me classes that can help with furthering my education for becoming a state nurse. When I seen that Rockhurst offered a criminal justice minor, I was able to take that opportunity and use it for my future. Sometimes nursing needs a little bit more to either explain it to the patient or explain it to someone else. Learning from my classes in criminal justice, I will be able to explain it to them and reassure them just the process of it. Before uh, St. Luke's merged with Rockhurst, we didn't have those uh, luxuries. And now that we're together, we're offered even more opportunities that we could take advantage of. As you can see, Jennifer has an inspirational story. And if you talk with any nursing major, you'll see a heart for people that really comes out. Jennifer certainly has that. Would you agree as a nursing major, Sydney? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you ask anybody in nursing, they're gonna have a kind of a similar like story that gives them the purpose behind what they're doing. I think it's such a passion-driven field. Um, I mean, my own personal journey, like I, have an autoimmune disorder. And so growing up, I was in the hospital a lot. And I had an experience one day with a nurse who um, I was like, I, I was like 11 years old and I was homesick, missing my friends. Um, you know, my parents were exhausted, sleeping on the couches and she came in and could tell that I was sad. And she was like, come on, like, we're going to go 
for an adventure. So she took me on like a, a walk through the hospital and we went out to this garden and I'm sure it was the most like basic garden ever, but in my mind, it's like the coolest place. And it was like a lot of fun. And I have really never forgotten that experience. Um, and so when I was kind of thinking on what I want to do with my life, I thought back to, you know, the impact that one person was able to have on my life um, and how that's something that I want to do for somebody else someday. Um, and nursing was kind of the perfect encapsulation of my love for science and anatomy. I just find it so fascinating and really interesting. Um, and so it kind of combines my love for science and my love for people and it's just kind of the perfect marriage of the two. And so I think, yeah, I think you could say most people who go into a healthcare field can have similar stories. Absolutely. Like, I really love that. And like, even like based off the video and everything that you just said, like, kind of like I said earlier, like the heart just really comes out. And then like, you can see and you can feel the passion in those students. Like, that's something that like not everyone has. So when you see students with that passion that's pushing towards that goal, it's really inspiring. I really like that. Bree, why did you choose your major? Why did I choose my major? Um, so originally, um, I chose physics and medicine because I really liked the medical field. However, I didn't want to necessarily a practice. Um, and so originally, I wanted to go into prosthetics, um, more so on the creation side. Um, but then I realized that that wasn't truly me. Um, and so then I started exploring minors. And so I'm in, I have actually a few minors. And one of those minors is business administration. And I really love business, but I didn't want to switch from science to business my junior year. Um, but then I figured like there's definitely a way to mesh it to. So I remember I was looking on Google and I was like, business and healthcare. Oh, and, um, and I looked at jobs and I saw healthcare administration. And then when I read it, the program outline and what it entailed I absolutely loved it I absolutely loved it um, and it was more it was me it was very much me and so with healthcare administration um, you can go into many different facets in regards to jobs but my one day I really want to be a hospital CEO and the reason because of that I've noticed that in the healthcare field um, minorities don't feel as comfortable in the healthcare medical field um, whether it's based off previous studies or things that have happened within their families. And so my goal is to have, be able to create a hospital where like anyone in the BIPOC community can know that they feel safe and know that they will feel deserved um, and be able to have those resources for them and not feel like they won't be able to have that equitable treatment. And so I wanna kind of start from the foundation level even when it comes to staff. So yes, I want you to have the medical background but then also diversity, equity, and inclusion training. So just making sure that that staff is all on the same page when, in regards to that. Um, that's like my main goal and my main reason for why I want to become a hospital CEO one day. I love that, Brie. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I love hearing these stories of, you know, the passion that's driving you, you all to towards you know and, and Jennifer's story as well driving driving you all towards uh, your majors and careers um, and you know that's that that's the piece I think that everybody's kind of looking for is that you know to try to find that um, my 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 story is not nearly as as dramatic but um, <laughs> but I but I felt called right and uh, felt called to go into my major which is communication studies 
And, um, and once I kind of found a home with that, it was, it really resonated with me and I, I was able to bring a lot of passion to my studies and ultimately my career. So I, I really love hearing those stories. I, I, the more of those stories I hear from students that kind of find that passion or have those powerful experiences that lead them to majors and careers, I, I just, I just love it. It's encouraging. I would agree. And I love actually in Bree's story, just a couple of things that you said. I, I love the adding the different minors. And I think sometimes students maybe don't think like, oh, that's another option, right? Um, and I also love that you just said, you know, so I went to Google and I just started searching <laughs> because a lot of times that, a lot of times that is where I start with students. I'm like, okay, let's just start at a very basic, you know, let's just do a little research here. So um, I think that's awesome too. And I would concur. I, I was a, an English major um, and a teacher and certainly felt very called um, to that. But it took me but it took me a while to find that and, and to kind of settle into that and embrace that that really was who I was and what I was called to be and do. Um, and even though I don't teach English anymore, um, I still get to work with students. I'm still in education. And so, um, you know, once you choose something, obviously, it doesn't mean that that's what you have to do for the next 40 or 50 years of your life. You know, everybody's careers change and ebb and flow and take different turns. Um, but having that sort of whatever your passion is or your calling is at your core, I think is kind of like your compass and kind of guides you. Absolutely. Yeah, going back to the, oh, sorry, Bree. No, I was just saying, I was just agreeing. I said, absolutely. <laughs> Um, going back to the to the minors, I actually have a Spanish minor, um, which I was going to double major, but I ran out of time. And so I also I think it's really interesting because I didn't really know that you could meet like minor in like, I, I, I didn't really know anything about Spanish, really. It wasn't my intention to go into it. And then um, when I was signing up for my classes, um, Professor Duncan was like, um, heard that I took Spanish in high school and she was like, oh, she was like, you should take it to college. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And then I got signed up for it. And then I went and then I loved it. And I was like, I kind of want to major. And then just, you know, the way that my classes worked out, I didn't have time, but I minored in it. And I actually, we ended up taking a medical Spanish class. And it was so cool because it was the combination of both Spanish, which I really liked and um, medicine, which I had never considered could go together before. And, um, you know, going back to what Brie was saying about um, uh, minority populations in healthcare, we talked a lot about that in our class, especially like the Latinx community and how um, the two can go together. And I think it's a really, it ended up being a really important class for me to learn and uh, grow from and to use like in my career going forward. Um, and I just had never considered it before. And with the St. Luke's program, I think they're still gonna have that class and it's gonna be even cooler now. I think they're gonna get like a sim lab and they're gonna have like real patients that you can interact with. And I'm kind of jealous. I wanna like retake it and like do it again in the new space. But um, yeah, it was a really good experience and it was something I had never considered before. That is so cool. Like, I know you kind of mentioned how you thought you did Spanish in mm -hmm. high school. And I know like for me in high school, like I was a part of this club called FBLA, which is like Future Business Leaders of America. Um, and so like, I've always loved just the business and like being a leader. And so when I came in my freshman year, I remember, I can't even remember who gave the presentation, but it was about the leadership minor. And I was like, ooh, this is interesting. <laughs> and it's not that much requirement. Um, and so what I like, 
but I really like to encourage people when it comes to minors, like when you're able to be versatile in your craft, like it just makes you that much marketable um, and it makes you stand out from the rest. Um, so right now, like I have a leadership minor because of the fact that I want to be a hospital CEO one day, but then I also have the business. So like the business part of the healthcare field, especially within the hospitals. And my friends think I'm crazy, but I have another minor, but that's <laughs> take summer classes so that's why I have time I take summer classes um and I'm in bioethics and I absolutely love the bioethics minor because you're able to see like how morality and ethics play in the medical field and it just feels so timely so I'm in a seminar of medical ethics class at night it's at night that's the only thing but it's really enriching so I like the medical Spanish like that sounds really cool I don't I'm not good with foreign languages but that sounds (laughs) Yeah, it was, it's really cool. <laughs> but both of you are great examples of just pursuing the things that interest you and not being so bogged down with, oh, but what job can I get with this? Or, you know, that's where a lot of students sometimes get stuck is they think there's, a, they've got to pick one major that's going to lead to one job. Um, and that is not true. And so both of you are great examples of just pursuing the things that interest you. Um, be, and to Bree's point, you're right. It makes you more well-rounded. Um, it, it's going to make you stand out um, in a job search as a candidate because you bring all these different uh, sort of aspects and have these different skills. So it's awesome. So like, what do you all believe are like the keys to like career development early in college? You know, from my perspective, I, I do have a lot of students um, early on that, that are struggling uh, to decide on a major. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, sometimes students have so many interests that they struggle to narrow things down. Um, sometimes they lack the knowledge or the context. You know, they, they don't really even know what all the options are. Um, sometimes there's a little bit of a fear of committing because students sometimes have that mindset of like, I have to choose this one thing and this is what I'm going to be doing. And this is my one path forever, um, which I, like I said, is not necessarily true. Um, but so I think, you know, career development early really starts with that, just that exploration, um, and just having an open mind and being willing to dive in and do some research, um, and really look at, you know, what, what kinds of things are out there um, and doing a lot of self-exploration as well, that just reflection and discernment, you know, what brings me joy? Um, what, what are my natural gifts and talents? How can I impact the world? You know, how, how can I leave it better than I found it? Um, and so I think that's really where it starts. Um, and what we try to help students not get too bogged down in like the whole choosing a major piece, right? It's, it's more about growing in that self-knowledge and self-awareness and research. And, and any one major can lead to any number of careers, right? And multiple majors might lead to similar careers. So um, we really try to encourage students to do what both of you have done, I think, is to really step back and dream big and, you know, really just try to think about all the possibilities and realize that what you decide at 18, 19, 20, 22, you know, might change in three to five to 10 to 15 years, you know, and so just being open to that. Um, And then really utilizing all the resources at your disposal, not just our office and what we offer, but I always encourage students, you know, to to talk to faculty, I mean, get to know their professors, meet with their academic advisors, get involved in student clubs and orgs, and all of that is so important. 
Yeah, and this it's the conversation is really pointing us to um, what I feel is 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 very Jesuit, right? And and very Rockhurst in mm-hmm. in that you know as Tina talks about reflection and self discovery, um, you know that's. I think that's at the heart of um, how leaders are formed um, because they get in tune with their unique gifts and talents. And as we were even talking about minors and double majors, I, I think it's that that foundation of the study of the liberal arts that that really provides the foundation for some of that exploration and self-discovery and, and really finding things that um, um, Brie, like you said, are enriching, right? Those experiences. And, and so our conversation, again, is just kind of pointing me to this idea that, that really um, what, what makes, um, and I think students should think about, you know, what makes their Rockhurst experience unique. And um, all of these things are kind of coming together to point to that. Mm-hmm.